Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy here once again. Tiny table, big broom. You know what to do. Well, you know what to do. You got to listen. That's what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably doing the dishes or driving or... So Working you, uh, out, Yeah, you got you stuff do. you're doing while we are sitting here chit-chatting the potty talk. How awful is that, though? What if there is someone out there like that's like me, you know, who's listening... You know, to sorry for sniffing Oof. into this, but you know, who's out there like running, exercising, but yet we're just sitting here all comfy <laughs> in a chair. It is right pretty now. comfy. It's warm in here. It's cold outside. Hey, man, I love you just it, got man. one more rep. Just push it through. You know, Ooh, you yeah. just push it yes. up. You got this, Craig. Ooh. You got it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go. Uh, we'll have to talk to Craig tonight at Youth. <laughs> we are shooting this on a Wednesday. So, you still doing the gym life? I wonder. I think so. Get it, bro. I don't know. Yes, let us know. Well, we'll find out, but you can still let us know. What's your you favorite want. exercise? You like doing uh, squats? You like doing biceps? You like doing bench press? What's your favorite exercise? Put it in the chat. Calf raises. <laughs> Calf raises. Dude, when I was in high school, we had these shoes. <coughs> and I'm sure they still have them, but uh, it had like a little like like growth on the toe. And that so like when so you were gross. walking in it, like your heels never touched the ground and it just worked out your calf the whole time. Didn't they... Uh, I- and I don't mean to be offensive to any of our seasoned individuals that might somehow be listening, but I feel like they used to make uh, shoes with Skechers. They were called like Shape Ups or something like that. And know. they had like a, it was almost like a rounded bottom. And it made me think of like a boat, literally. But I think it did the same thing as like as you were walking, it worked your legs just a little bit more. Yeah. And so you kind of get you some tone action while you're walking. Workout while you're walking. I think right. they were intended for elderly folks, but okay. I don't know. Yeah. I think they were called shape-ups. I'm all about a boat shoe. A boat shoe. <laughs> walking great. one day, walking on water the next. <laughs> There's a song in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure it's already been done. I'm sure it's been done. Mm. Nice. Nice. Man, I got to tell you, I am so excited for this year. One thing I got to be careful of is I'm, I'm so ready for summer camp. Well, it is January. <laughs> I'm so excited for summer camp this year. I am like, I'm ready. I, no one I'm else even knows. Fe- well, they just found they out. They just found out. We're going to summer. I mean, but they're not going to listen to this until what? Like February? First week of February? Uh, Two weeks from now? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, close. I mean, Ish. we're going to announce it tonight, right? Sure, if we can. Hey! We don't, we don't really have anything to show people, right? Oh, well, we're just announcing. We're hey, earmark it. these dates. We are going to summer it's camp. It's happening. Yeah, put it in your calendar, which the dates are seven, June 17th through the 21st. You can come. For all the Good Talk listeners, as long as you're a teenager or a youth leader, you are welcome to come to summer camp. I, I'm just so excited, man. I can't wait. And I think one reason I'm really excited is because we also have a plan that's being set in motion of like, uh, you know, praying for the youth ministry, giving these good messages. Like, I, I believe that by the time we get to June, the level of growth and maturity of the youth ministry is just going to make summer camp just, it's going to be one of our best camps we've ever had. Yeah, dude. There's and I'm something... excited. I'm excited the depths we're going to get into, the moves <laughs> so we're going to have. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just, it was just you know, it, I'm excited that you're excited. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, we, there was a lot of prep and spiritual, like natural and spiritual prep that went into last year's camp. And there was just something different about it, and in, in, in a sense of like, I don't know how. It, I don't mean to make this sound bad, but it was almost just like we're just kind of we're putting all of our cards, we're putting all yeah. of our chips in. We just kind of went for it. We're yeah. like, this is like revival or bust is kind of like what we were yeah. saying last year a lot, and it's kind of how it was. Like we're doing this, yeah. whether they're with us or not, we're going in and we're making it happen. And I believe 
in my heart, and I know you feel the same way, but just for the sake of the pod and everyone else to be a part of this conversation, there was just something that happened at camp. Mm. And maybe it didn't happen for every single student that was there, but there was like a core group of individuals that I believe received something that is still lasting today at youth. And I believe that that has been growing and that has been cultivated and that is just expounding. And like you're saying, all these weeks and all these months that we're going to lead up into June of this year's camp, it's just going to be an explosion when we get there. Yeah. And what's interesting about it, and and I pray that this helps somebody that's listening, it's like... uh, when you're pioneering a work, and I feel like that's what we did last year. Like, uh, you know, Rachel and I, for many years, we would go to Gatlinburg. We would do this. We would have these. We would go to a Doublehead. But they weren't, like, really, like, camps. You know what I mean? They were they were amazing retreats. And we had some phenomenal times with teenagers and leaders in those cabins up in the woods. Hey, man, I was I there. Mean, yeah, Cody was there. I, I, <laughs> I was still, one of them. <laughs> I still remember, man. You're like, I just want to go on the porch there and, and yell. yell. <laughs> and I was like, go for it, bro. Just let them know you love Jesus. And so that was after one of our night services. And we just had, like, the presence of God in there. And everybody was supercharged. And so we had some amazing things. But, like, last year... We pioneer to work on a much larger scale. Yeah. And here's the thing. Obedience, like, it takes faith. Mm -hmm. And that's something that God's really been driving home with me, right? Like, the Word of God requires two things, repentance and faith. Mm. And we'll never get to obedience if we're not checking those two boxes. Mm. And I feel like last week, or last week, last year for the youth ministry, (laughs) it really does, was such a big step of faith Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah. And I want to encourage anybody that's listening, maybe God has put something on your radar and you're just like, "Woo, how's this going to happen? That's kind of how we felt last year with camp. And it's like now that we did it and we pioneered that work with God, it wasn't in our strength because, bro, in in the flesh, we were stressed and we were like chomping bullets. I mean, we were just like, you know, but we knew it was God. And we're like, we're just going to step out. And believe that God is, because he spoke to us to do it, we're going to step out. And like Rachel, she was in faith with us. The leadership of youth ministry was in faith with us. And we knew it was the right thing to do because of the reason you said. These camps have always been a shot in the arm. Yeah. Like something happens when you get away and you're not in your community and you're not distracted with family. You're not distracted with school. You're not distracted with work. You're just away with the intention of I'm going to meet with God. Something happens and it lasts all year. Mm -hmm. And but last year, we just pioneered it by faith. And I feel like someone listening, God's put something on your heart that you know is out there yeah. and it's forthcoming. And it could be a little scary because it's so much bigger than you. And that's such good news because God always calls us to things that are bigger than yeah. us because yeah. he wants to do it with us. Mm-hmm. If it was something we could handle, we would do it alone. Yeah, He doesn't want us to do it alone. He wants us to do it with him. That's really good. And so last year, we we just stepped out in faith, man. And so now... I feel like this year, I'm just excited because, like, all the stress that we went through last year of, like, I mean, we were in faith, but still, even when you're in faith, sometimes you're, like, there's still real (sighs) things, real pressures, you know what I mean, that that we have to figure out how to navigate and then give to the Lord. (laughs) You're on the hook for it, you know what I mean? Like, that $35,000 that it cost to do camp, we were on the hook for that, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, it's like, woo, we got to believe God. And But, like, this year, it's like, man this is easy. Like we, we did it last year. It worked out. And now it's like, I don't have, I'm just, and I feel like when you, 
pioneer a work after you get through like the first big hurdle from there is just like easy street man you're like yeah. we believed god he pulled through because god is clutch like that yeah. and he never fails and if we're in faith it's gonna work out every time so like this year it's not like i had self-doubt right, yeah it was just like scary yeah no i mean that's exactly what i was thinking i was like it, it, in some ways it's almost like there's this weird fear even though it's like we believe god and we trust god but it's like what if he doesn't pull through with this one you know what I mean? like like what if he decides like eh, maybe not i don't know like yeah. there's just like that weird fear but now it's like we know god is good we yeah. know god sure. is faithful and especially if he if he called us to it then obviously he's going to make it happen now you know, if he hadn't called us to it, that's a whole different situation. That's well, yeah. a whole different story. But yeah, we believe be in our heart of hearts that he called us to it. And he pulled it through like he always does. And so now it's almost like, even though he is the same God, even though it is the same word, there's a little bit less pressure because it's like he already did it once. Why wouldn't he do it again? Yeah, and I think that's the important thing is to understand, like, he's the one that put it on our hearts. Yeah. And, like, I always say this, like, God always pays for what he orders. Yeah. You know, it's like that scripture that talks about, like, he who waits on the Lord, mm -hmm. uh, his strength will be renewed like eagles, and he shall, I always misquote that scripture, but the point <laughs> is, is waiting on the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One reason why people are stressed out is because when we wait on the Lord, it's kind of likened to a waiter waiting on a table, and when a waiter waits on a table, whoever they're waiting on says, this is what I would like to order. Yeah. The waiter's supposed to go put in that order and bring back what was ordered. It would be very stressful and frustrating if every time you order chicken, they brought you steak or they yeah. brought you hot dogs or they brought you a cheeseburger. You're like, that's not what I ordered, yeah. you know? Uh, and it gets frustrating. So it's kind of like the same thing. People wait on God. He puts something on their heart, and then they go out and do their own thing. Mm -hmm. And I know we've talked about this before. But it's when we wait on God, and he tells us to do something, and then we go and do that. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm no longer on the hook for this. Yeah. Like, God's going to underwrite this. Yeah. God's going to do it because he's the one that spoke it. He's the one that ordered it. And since God ordered it, he's the one that's going to underwrite it. He's yeah. the one that's going to pay for it. Yeah. And so that alone should take away some of the fear, the yeah, natural yeah. anxiety. Because I don't know anybody listening, if you've ever signed up for something and like the budget was so much bigger than you, but yet you're responsible for it, it is stressful. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it was just one of those things like, I don't know. I love those opportunities when like you know the faithfulness of God, you see it throughout the word, you've seen it in your own life, but then there's just another benchmark where you see it again mm. and you're just like, he is so good. Yeah. He is so faithful. He is just wonderful. And I feel like that's what camp did for me last year. It was just like, whoo, when God speaks it, he does it, Amen. man. If you'll believe it, when God says it and you believe it, he will perform it. Yeah. He will pull through every time because he's God. Yeah. And uh, it's just awesome. So this year for camp, I'm just like, man, this is easy. Man. We got this. This and is on lock. I think it's it's also, too, like for those of you that are listening, you know, maybe you aren't directly relating to this <clears throat> specific scenario for you. But like we're saying here, it, it's more so like what did God call for you? What, what has God asked of you to do? But I think also learning the specifics of what God asked you to do, because, you know, just to be transparent, we thought, all right, we're supposed to do camp again. Let's re-up for the exact same place yep. that we did last year. Yep. But even when we re-up, there was just like this weird, yeah. like, 
like we know we're supposed to do camp, or at least we think we're supposed to do camp, but there was also this pressure of timeline of like we gotta re-up before like before we lose it and then So much and pressure. And so even after we did it, there was just like this weird, uneasy feeling. We just didn't really know, we didn't really super feel good about it. And then, you know, Robert, you know, after we've been talking about it, he's like, well, let's just reach out to this other place yeah. that's been on his heart for like eighteen Eight years, years <laughs> or whatever it is. It's been and, a long time. But then when honestly. we finally like got there, like I don't know about you. I mean, I do know about you because you were acting like a little schoolgirl the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> like a little kitty kid or whatever in a candy shop. I don't really I know the best. I was so excited. <laughs> like you, like I was gonna say, like you know, Robert. Robert knew before we even got there. You I know, mean, honestly, he probably did. But like, honestly. as soon as like we got out of the yeah. SUV and like we stood in like the cabin area of like just like I was just like immediately it yeah. just felt so much better yeah it just felt so much so more good. right and not that there was anything wrong about the last place the last place was great and it was yeah. awesome and maybe we'll go back there again i don't know if the lord calls us to it sure but at least for that season <clears throat> that was where we were supposed to go but for this season this just felt more right and so good and, it and, felt and so good had we pushed through yeah and made talk camp about it happen yep. at the beach yep maybe it would have been good Maybe it would have been great, but it wouldn't have been God's highest and yeah. best. Yeah. You know, I, I think about, and I'm not like super familiar because it's been a while since I've actually looked at this portion of scripture, but like, you know, when Moses, uh, you know, the people needed water and God told him to strike the rock. Yeah. And so he did that the first time. Right. And then the second time they needed water and, and you know. He said, speak to it. Yeah, he said, speak to it. But Moses was like, ah, I'm going to strike it Worked again. last time. Yeah, so he <laughs> struck it again, but God still gave them water. Yeah. But it ended up costing them, you know. It ended up costing him. And yeah. so that's what's interesting is that even you can do the wrong thing and God will still. Because he's so good. Because God is still gracious. So he's good. still merciful and he'll still make things happen. And I believe yeah. that God still would if we push through anyway. But it wouldn't have been what he wanted. Yeah. It wouldn't have been what he desired. And, yeah. I, and I want what God desires. Amen. I want what God wants for this yeah. youth ministry. I want what God wants for my own personal Amen. life. And so it's important that. That we get with the Lord and do our very best to try to get it as close as possible. I don't know that we can ever get it on a hundred all cylinders, hundred cylinders. How many cylinders are there? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big vehicle, but it's got a hundred cylinders. I mean, obviously, uh, I'm, an, uh, I'm a mechanic. I know my my way around a, an engine. Uh, <laughs> Golly, I'm a blue collar guy, as you can see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what Old I mean. Old lunch like, pail Cody over here. <laughs> But I believe that we, we have to do our very best to yeah. try to get it as close as possible, and God will do what he does and make sure it happens. And I think that's such good <laughs> advice, and it's something for all of us to know, because it's just like, just because, like, um, it's just about seeking God always mm -hmm. and making sure, like, okay, this is what I'm sensing in my heart. Now, let me just do my due diligence to check all the boxes. Let me fellowship with God. Uh, so that way he can continue to illuminate this before me. And then, like, my dad always used to say this. It's it's hard to steer a parked car. Mm. Like, it, you know, when a vehicle's moving, it's a lot easier to turn the wheel. Now, when I grew up in Colorado, out on the farm, the mountains, the ranch, a lot of our vehicles didn't have power steering. So you're trying to turn the steering wheel. Now we have they don't all have these... 100 cylinders. <laughs> yeah, get a car 100 <laughs> cylinders, that steering wheel will turn itself, you know. Um, but, like, if you're sitting in a vehicle that has no power, we had this one truck called Ugh. the Army Truck. We used to drive it out in the mountains to get firewood. And, like, there would be times where you got to turn it and you're sitting still, you know, and it was so hard to turn that, that steering wheel. Awful. It was so much easier to turn it when it's moving. Yeah. And if we, if you get an inclination on your heart, like God's speaking you to do this, just start, start taking steps that way. Mm. And it's so much easier to navigate those waters because, like, if you start stepping out, you're, you're going towards this thing he spoke towards you, like camp. Mm -hmm. 
but maybe this year it's not the beach, it's the mountains. We start moving towards the beach and God's like, I said camp, but that's not the place. Yeah. So you're like, okay, let's go back to what he did say. He said camp and let's start moving this way, moving that way. And that's why we went and checked out this other one. And man, it just felt so right. And uh, just such a peace. We always tell people God is the God of peace. So if you're following peace, you're following God. And man, I just, there was this genuine enthusiasm and excitement there. And so and I believe that the Lord like held those dates for us, dude. bro. Like, Yes, sir. Like, I don't think people really understand. understand it. Like, when, when we had to book these things, like, even last year's, like, we had to book it a year in advance. And even when we booked the beach one, it was like, it just happened to be available. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was all God, like, on the last one, too. And, and, and so, like, these places, they book a year out, and then after you stay there, they only offer it to you again right. until they let it out for other people. And so that, that means it's a very exclusive amount of you know potential leaders if you will that are, have access to these dates and once they're gone they're gone and so camp to know him oh, uh, spoiler i guess yeah whoops hello it doesn't matter <laughs> man put it, it out there it's let's happening get, let's start it's happening people excited Th- this place that we're going to i mean we checked in there the last time for, yeah, we did. for camp and, we did. and they were booked out and i'm pretty sure we've even checked there in years past before and they were booked out and it's just like they were constantly booked out there was no way to get our foot in the door yeah and this time like it just happened to be open and it was one week earlier than we typically, when I say typically, just, you know, the, <laughs> last year, the, the, last year, the, the one week earlier than we would have, you know, yeah. wanted to go to camp. And so we're like, heck yeah, we haven't really planned it anymore. Let's just do it. This is, this yeah. is right. This is it. And like, even when we were there, like the dude that was there, he's like, yeah, my wife hasn't really sent it out yet. And she has, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but a waiting list of 30 churches. Something like that, yeah. Something that crazy. That she was about to send the yeah. email out to. And he was like, when we were there, he's like, for whatever reason, she just hasn't sent out the email yet. And we're like, we didn't say, but we're the <laughs> we're reason! The reason! <laughs> because, it's us! Because the truth of the matter is, is it has been on my heart. The Lord put on my heart to go to this particular camp many, many years yeah. ago. And every time I tried, it was always booked up. Yep. And it was like, so I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. But there is something to be said. Stuff happens in God's timing. Yeah, yeah. And you just got, it's like Joseph, right? It's like you can't get there ahead of God. He's got stu- certain stuff earmarked for a particular time. And so that's good advice in itself. You know, uh, when Rachel and I decided to have children, we had to wait for God's timing. Mm-hmm. We, we prayed about everyone. People might think this is crazy. We asked God about the timing and how many we're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. We just didn't start having kids. We said, okay, Lord, you're telling us to have kids. How many you want us to have? Yeah. And we really felt impressed upon our heart. And I'm trying to get better at explaining this to people. God led us to have two kids. It doesn't mean that there was a sign. It doesn't mean like there was a, you know, a burning bush experience. We just perceived in our hearts that this is what God was saying. We want you to be a family of four. Uh, And so meaning we, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, they wanted us to have a family of four. So that's what we perceived in our heart. We believe that's from God and that's what we have. And it's worked out wonderful because it was good. Now, if if we'd had five, he would have made it work. We'd had three, whatever. But it's always good to have confidence. This is what God said. Yeah. And when you have confidence, this is what God said, you can really be encouraged to step out there even further, regardless of natural circumstances, right? Yeah. It's kind of like with camp this year and, and going into this, you know, we always tell people you don't make decisions based off of money. You don't make decisions yep. based off of money. We had to take a loss because last year after last year's camp, we went ahead and earmarked ahead of time. We're coming back Yeah. because of the pressure. Yeah. You know, they're real good at that. Not speaking bad about them because sure. camp to know is the same way yeah, yeah, yeah. after you're done sign up or the slot's going to be gone yep, yep. and you're like well shoot we don't want to lose it so let's just go ahead and sign up well you know 
if you don't fulfill that obligation, you're on the hook for what it costs to rent the place unless yeah, yeah. someone else rents it, or, and you're still going to lose a little bit of the deposit. We had to take all that into consideration when we decided to go somewhere else. Yeah. And we couldn't be moved by these natural circumstances. Because what are we going to do? Are we going to, like, God, this is really what we believe God is telling us, but yet we've got this locked in. So what do we do? Do we go here because we don't want to lose money, or do we go here because we believe God's telling us to go here? Mm. And those are real decisions that we all have to make every single day. You know, Um, when Rachel and I felt impressed to have kids, we weren't in an area where we could financially have kids. We just weren't. Yeah. But yet we felt like God was telling us to have kids. And so we did. And we've never struggled for, well, I won't say struggled. We had to believe God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was times where Rachel was in the parking lot of the store crying in the car. Boo. I believe that it's okay that I tell this. If not, (laughs) YOLO. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It's okay. (laughs) In the parking lot of the store crying because I had to go in and buy diapers and we didn't have money for diapers. Yeah. And this is amazing. I was at the checkout to buy diapers and someone was like, we'll get that for you. Mm. And paid for, and I had some other groceries too, and they're like, I'll get that for you. And I came back to the car and told her what happened, and we just had a little rejoice party right there in the car. But it's like, when you do what God tells you to do, he will make a way. Amen. On the face, it didn't look like, and, and we couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't do it in the natural, you know, but we can't make our decisions based on. Now, I believe in wisdom. I yeah, believe yeah. in earthly wisdom, but I also believe in godly wisdom. And I believe godly wisdom also trumps earthly wisdom. I'm grateful for the time that those two align. Yeah. <laughs> when my natural wisdom and God's wisdom align and it's just that much easier. But what am I going to do when God's wisdom and my wisdom are not lining up? Mm. Well, I've got to go with his infinite wisdom. Yeah. And that requires, again, faith, yeah. right? And so, like, even with this camp, and, and we're saying all this because I believe it's going to minister to somebody. There is always going to be something in your future that's bigger than you. Yeah. There's always going to be something that God asks you to do that's going to stretch you. Mm-hmm. It could be even something as little as joining the praise and worship team at church. Yeah. Well, that really gets me out of my comfort zone. That puts me in front of people. I'm not comfortable in front of people. It, it, it doesn't. It can be something like that. It doesn't have to be something huge like a thirty-five thousand dollar camp. It doesn't have to be something huge like buying a. It doesn't. Ha- he's leading us in all things, mm-hmm. and so he may even stretch you to be, <clears throat> you know, give your tithe, and I also want you to start giving twenty dollars a week mm. as yeah. an offering. It could be anything. What we're saying is, is we have got to get good on just following after God, regardless of all the noise that's all around us. Yeah. You know, um, lots of times church people, because of the economy and because of the president, whoever it might be, because of this and that, sometimes they'll pull back and they're giving. There's nothing wrong with that as long as God told you to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? We cannot be led by circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a challenge for all of us. Mm-hmm. It's stuff Rachel and I've had to overcome. It's stuff we've had to overcome as youth leaders. It's stuff we've had to overcome as just followers of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, even something as simple as, like, I'll say this, like, God's put it on our heart. Every once in a while, you know, we'll be at the store and, and somebody, you know, God's like, go pay for their groceries. It's amazing how even in blessing someone, your head is like, well, what if that offends them? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> what if they yeah. get what if they look at me like, "Oh, you don't think I have enough money to pay for that?" That was very judgy of you. Mm. And it's like I can't even talk myself out of doing something good. Yeah. Because I'm scared of like the consequences of doing something good. Yeah. 
So it's like what I'm saying is that challenge is always there. Yeah. The, the challenge of following God is always going to be there. Yeah. And the way we overcome that challenge is we just have to have faith that what he's telling us to do is the right thing. Yeah. And then not only that, he's actually empowered us to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it could be something big. It could be something small. In my experience, when it comes to following God, the enemy's always trying to talk me out of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so cool about last year is we found a way to tune that out. Yeah. And we just went after God. Mm -hmm. And so now like this year, I've got like a rejuvenated confidence and excitement where I'm like, man, we did it last year. <laughs> and that was crazy and intense. But now it's like all the hard work was done. Yeah. We believe God and we did it. So now it's like, and I guess that's what I'm trying to say. The more you do it, the easier it does get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least for me. Sure. Because I believe faith is like a muscle. Mm -hmm. You know, going back to Craig at the gym. <laughs> The more you bench, yeah. the easier it gets. That's true. And then you add more weight to it, yeah. right? Well, I feel like it's the same way with God. The more you follow him, the stronger that faith muscle gets. But eventually, be mm -hmm. ready, he's going to add to it. Yep. And he's going to stretch you even more. You know, so this year we're doing camp again. I'm excited to see what God puts on our hearts, mine, Rachel's, yours, moving forward and how he's going to stretch us. Mm. Okay, you did this. Now I'm calling you to even something bigger. Damn. And we're going to have to believe God all yeah. over again. Yeah. But you know how to believe God. And so just get with him, find out what he's saying, and then just go all in. That's yeah. the key, all in. And I think, uh, you know, even along the way, like when you get to that place of like what you believe God has called you to, kind of start praying now of even when you're in that spot. Because mm. I think that's something that yes. uh, even while we were at camp, there was a lot of challenges there were some things that happened <laughs> you take 100 people to camp there's going to be stuff right yeah there were some things that happened and it was a little bit challenging especially in the natural and in, in, in the flesh and there were some moments where it's just like i don't want to be here anymore <laughs> i don't want you to be here and i don't want to be here yeah <laughs> if i could just be real uh but what was crazy is i remember rachel said i think she said it to you and then you communicate it back to me or maybe she put it in the group me or whatever but she was like could you imagine if we didn't pray before we did this <laughs> like we were all like uh, you know a little bit upset a little bit frustrated and you know like we were just out there, we're like we're just trying to serve god and just trying to <laughs> spread his love to these freaking teenagers or whatever and then like but all these oppositions and like it, but really it was just like one big opposition that was just really loud <laughs> yeah and uh but you know she was like could you imagine if we didn't pray beforehand right like how much more opposition would there have been how much bigger the challenge would have been how much greater the frustration would have been or how much less yeah. we would have been able to actually tap into that grace like i talked about last week like pray now so that way you're ready to enter into that grace mm. pray now so that way when the oppositions come that Amen. you're not you know, talked out of mm. what God called you to do because it was a very real, very loud and, and natural and spiritual loud <laughs> uh, situation yeah. at camp. You know, like you said, there's a hundred people, so frustrations happen. It was hot out there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> so hot, bro. You know, it's, 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 it's stupid it's just, hot. Yeah, people. You know, it just happens. But like, <coughs> sorry. But that whole time, the enemy was trying to talk us mm. out of what we felt like we were called to do. Yeah. He was trying to distract us from what God was trying to do there. Yeah. But yet we held firm to that word. Yeah. We held firm to our faith that we could share in all that Christ has offered for these teenagers. Like, we held to it. Yeah. We held to it. And, and I think that that's what's important is as we venture toward what God has called us to, as you venture to, toward, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm getting over some stuff here. 
as you venture towards what God has called you to hold strong to the word. Yeah. And pray it out now so that way when you reach the destination, you're not talked about it, talked out of it even while you're in the middle of it. More than anything, you have to know what God has said. Amen. And we knew God said, Yeah. Go to camp. Yeah. And it's funny because even last year when we we're talking about it, that's really the word <laughs> that's really the word that we held to. Yeah. As we were looking at different venues and different this, we we would always come back to this. I don't know if this venue feels right. I don't know if that venue feels right. But what we always come back to? We know God said yep. go to camp. Yep, God's all over this. So we're going to camp. Yep. And so it gave us confidence even in the trials. Yep. And I mean, there's biblical precedents for that, right? I mean, you look at Moses. Yeah. Who was you know Moses and Israel? The Israelites is one of the greatest type and shadows of Jesus and us. You know, they had this great deliverer, this great leader that was saving them from slavery, which is sin, in the type in the shadow there. And we have Jesus. <clears throat> but it wasn't always easy street for Moses. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of stuff that went into it. And there was days where he was like, God, I'm over it. Done. <laughs> I'm over these people. Kill them all. <laughs> I'm over <clears throat> just me and you. Let's yeah. just chill. <clears throat> and so there's something to be said. But yet, I feel like he always had a word from the Lord. Yeah. And even in his times of desperation, God would come to strengthen that word and to re-impact that word. But what's interesting about Moses, and, and you can see this through, the, I'm just using him, there's many biblical examples of like it right in the middle of the will of God, but yet adversity. Yeah. And so just because you got the word and you're following the word doesn't mean it's going to be easy street. Right, yeah. There's all, the devil hates people following God. Mm -hmm. He hates uh, human beings having this relationship with their creator. And he hates it when they fulfill their purpose. Yeah. And so he'll do everything. You could be smack dab in the middle of your purpose, and he's going to come and challenge it. Yeah. He's going to challenge you before you get to it, while you're in it, and after it's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even with us, after camp last year, just a deep reflection. Was it right? right. <laughs> you know what Did I mean? it actually had, do anything? We had all this stuff <laughs> yeah. go on. And so, and that was all just the devil coming yeah. and being like, Absolutely. see, it wasn't as fruitful as you thought it was going to be. Right. It wasn't as good as you thought it was going to be. And it's not. That, and there we go. We start judging stuff by circumstantial evidence again, yeah. instead of just being like, no, God told us to go. Amen. We obeyed. Boom. That's yeah. all there is to it. So yeah. it doesn't matter what the devil says. And so, you know, we just can't in the middle of all of our, all this stuff, you know, as we're following God and it's like, this is really not what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. I always want to be able to come back to, but God said, yeah. So even if it's not meeting expectations, or maybe it's exceeding expectations, maybe it's falling below expectations, maybe it's just mid, right in the middle of expectations, none of that really matters. What matters is what did God say, yeah. and am I following it? Amen. And yeah. that is success. Yeah. And that is where we all need to strive mm -hmm. to get to, no matter what, in every detail of our lives. Amen. And uh, it takes faith to do that. And we just need to... Be consistent in it. Remember what James says. It talks about a man who is unstable in his ways or a man who's double-minded yeah. is unstable in all of his ways. And then it says that man can receive nothing mm. from the kingdom of God. And so we can't be back and forth on this. God said camp. Let's just stick to it and let's go for it. So what has he spoken to you? Yeah. And let's start there. What did he speak to you? Amen. And maybe you're out there and you're like, I don't know. Well, then get with God and find out. Yeah. Because it's important. And what did God speak to you? And then just stick with it. And this is what I can tell you. There's always going to be obstacles to mm -hmm. what God said. Yeah. I mean, just look at our, our fathers, Adam and Eve. God put them in the garden, said, don't eat of the fruit. And then 
instantly the devil came to challenge what God said. Mm. So the devil's always going to come and challenge what God said. And sometimes he's really good at perverting the truth. Even when he came to Jesus and he tempted Jesus and he used scripture. Yeah. And it's funny how he just pulled out that if he would have kept reading that Psalms, it talks about how he'll be destroyed. Yeah. It's like the very next verse, but he just pulled out the part. Good that old he cherry picking. <laughs> good old cherry picking. And so you can't be deceived by all the noise yeah. is what I'm saying. You just got to stick with what God said. And when you know what God said in the middle of all the adversity, you will still have confidence. Yeah. Sometimes you have to hold it like a banner, though. Like when we're at camp and things are going sideways, we're like, but God said go. You know yeah. what I mean? Shouting in the wilderness. You know, he said go. We're going. Man, and even like you're saying that like Satan was like, did God say? Mm. Did God say you would die? He surely didn't say you would die. Like it's like you just, you got to know. Yeah. Because there's going to be opposition so questioning and challenging what did God say? <clears throat> and only you can answer it because only God told you what he said. Yeah. Or your team or people around you. Now, sure. that's why it's good to have people in your corner that you have that, that can you can, you know, bounce that kind of stuff off of, but you have to know for yourself what yeah. did God say? Yeah. And you got to hold to that. Yeah. And don't deviate from it. Yeah. Even with Moses when he sent out the spies, and they came back. He had two that were like, yeah, God said it. Let's do it. You know, make sure that the voices uh, that are for you are more and greater than the voices that are against you. Mm, yeah. And so that it can encourage you in the things that yeah. God said, yeah. you know, uh, me, you and Rachel, and I'm sure Kai and, and all the youth leaders, you know, when when our our chips were down and our head was like, we always had people being like, no, this is good. It's, we're, it's, it's vibing. We're chilling. You know yeah. what I mean? So have those voices that are with you and for you and yeah. make sure they outnumber the voices. Because you always, there will always be voices yeah. against you. Mm. Not only just the devil, but natural voices too. And we faced some of that before. And so it's just about, you know, uh, doing the right things to make sure 2024, we can get a word from God and we can just follow it. Amen. And just follow it. And maybe for some of us, it's just a continuation of what we're already doing. Yeah. You know, and that's great. Mm -hmm. You need to know, did God say? And because even if you've been doing it for years, like youth ministry, we've been doing youth ministry 20 plus years. We got to know that God still wants us up in it because the devil will come to challenge that. And we got to be able to go back and say, no, God said we're still supposed to be doing this. And then you do what the word of God says. Hold fast. Amen. Your confession. So, yeah. yolo. You'll be successful. If you follow his word, mm. that's what success is. Mm. Success is following what God told you to do. Amen. And that is all success is. Mm -hmm. You got this. Yeah. Hear from God and then do what he says. Mm. We love you guys so much. Have a wonderful, beautiful day. See you next time on The Good Talk. Bye. Bye. Our sock game is it's awesome. Look at that. Look at that. Look, look, oh, you got look some Broncos there? Yeah. You got some cool little checky guys. Little checky guys. <clears throat> Whoop. See you guys. <laughs>